we made it. <sighs> Many technical difficulties later. I know. But we are here. Yeah. We keep learning and growing <laughs> as podcasters. And adults. And adults. Adulting. Yeah. But before we get into that, <laughs> welcome back to the Midnight Memo. I'm one of your co-hosts, Claire. And I'm the other co-host, Kristen. And this podcast is about all the thoughts, all the randomness that runs through our minds and keeps us up at night so that we can't sleep. Yeah. A big issue in my life, honestly. Yeah. And I will say that this week I have not slept at all. And I, for a moment, I thought I was getting better. I truly did. Like I was going to bed at 2 a.m. rather than like 3 a.m. <laughs> it's called growth. <laughs> it's progress is still progress okay you're so right you're so right celebrate the little things that extra hour especially going against daylight savings that was a real extra hour yeah oh my god and then you lost it i know <laughs> we don't need to talk about it but i feel like i haven't seen you in a really long time we're recording virtually right now at our own apartments through facetime but I just went on a week-long trip, and then Kristen here is going on a week-long trip next week. <laughs> yes. So, like, I feel like by the end of it, it feels like a year since I have seen you. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a while for us, honestly. And it's, I mean, it's good because, well, it's not good that I don't get to see you. I'm sad about that. <laughs> but it's it's for a good reason. We're going on trips. We're trying to get in that last bit of awkwardness. We're, I think we're in a good place now with covid mandates lifting thankfully so traveling is a little bit more acceptable and safer and you and i haven't officially returned to our offices for work so Mm -hmm. we can do kind of that flex work situation for a little bit longer so we're making the most of it yeah definitely but yeah things are starting to open up again there i just went to new york city for a week Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of people there so i was still very nervous about you know, COVID and everything, but Mm -hmm. we wore masks the whole time and it was still pretty fun. So being able to travel though, it's like such a foreign feeling. I think it feels weird now too. I've only traveled a couple times in COVID and especially when I first traveled, I think maybe a year ago and it was still the first time things were looked quote quote looking up Mm. and we were traveling I was definitely it felt so voodoo and it kind of was like we're still in a pandemic and even now with in Seattle where we live the mask mandate has been lifted Mm -hmm. it still feels so voodoo to have your mask on like there's these weird social implications of I'm like I don't need to but shouldn't I and I don't know trying to navigate that super weird yeah like even today when I was walking to the UPS office Mm -hmm. to mail my taxes to my CPA because I am an adult (laughs) yeah I was still that's honestly peak adulting truly (laughs) mailing your taxes my guy yeah and I was like what is even going on am I even doing this right I hope I filled out everything Mm -hmm. I was walking over and I still had my mask up even outside because now there are a lot of people walking outside so you know you sometimes still get into close proximity with other people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so I was like you know what I'll just keep my mask on but like no one was wearing a mask and so I technically I I don't have to wear my mask but like totally yeah now it's kind of like a comfort like a blanket uh blankets that you carry as a child like safety blanket yes that's what they're called yes absolutely I went shopping on Saturday I think which I believe 
is the day that it officially lifted. Mm -hmm. And I have not been tracking the exact date. So I knew it was coming up, but didn't put it together and didn't process. So we're at the mall. But every time we went into a store, about half the people didn't have their masks on. And at first, my first reaction was like, kind of bold of you to not be wearing your mask. Like, even though it's an outdoor mall, like the store is indoors. Like, and then by the third or fourth store, I was like, wait a damn minute. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) I'm noticing a trend. And I was shopping with some friends. So we kind of, when we stepped outside of that store, we're kind of like, have you noticed people aren't really wearing their masks? Did we miss the memo? And we looked it up and and we did. We did in fact miss the memo, but we still wore it the rest of the time we were shopping. Because like you said, it was like a comfort. Yeah, it's so weird now. Like it's okay, but it doesn't feel okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't feel okay for some reason yeah i mean for good reason (laughs) yeah we've been living like this for two years crazy to think about i wonder you know how it was so weird us getting into wearing masks whenever you went out and now it's weird to not wear a mask do you think like it'll be the same amount of time to where people are just completely comfortable with no masks anymore? Or do you think now that this mm-hmm. has happened, the world pandemic... It's going to change a cultural thing? Yeah, like culturally, yeah. do you think it's going to be different now? At least in America. I think a little bit. I think it'll have a lot of lingering effects, especially our generation, for a while. Maybe not to the degree of Asia, where like in Asia, if someone's sick, they'll wear a mask. Like, oh, I coughed this morning, mask up. Mm-hmm. And it's so embedded in their culture. I think maybe for our generation in certain parts of the world, it will be more accepted and we might be closer. Maybe not as diligent as like them where it's so embedded in their culture, but maybe a little bit more conscious of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it will last forever for everyone. I think if anything, just our generation will be more diligent about it, especially the next few years. And maybe for most of our lives, but yeah, especially like maybe the older generation, I don't think it's embedded for them and that sort of a thing. For the younger generations, especially like I've seen videos and TikToks of kids, like my cousin has a daughter who's two years old. She was born in August, right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So all she knows is about the mask and she's obsessed with her mask. Like <laughs> it's, it's like kind of cute, but it's also kind of funny. Like I went to go visit them a couple months ago, still wore my mask because she's two, she's not vaccinated. And my cousin had an, another child. Right. So her and I, my cousin and I were masked up and we were talking outside in their driveway and my niece was like trying to pull on her mom and be like mom what about my mask i need a mask and she's like you're fine like (laughs) it's just your cousin and you're playing over there like you don't need one but she it's ingrained in her now basically her whole life yeah it's all she knows exactly yeah so crazy as we as children i think the most we had to worry about was like grass stains (laughs) Yeah. Other children wiping their boogers on us. Like, I don't know. Boogers was the biggest thing. (laughs) We had no idea that this was a thing. Like, we didn't have really any issues, I guess, affecting us personally growing up. But now as adults, it's crazy. Mm. (laughs) I remember talking to my mom and I was like, hey, was I just like super oblivious (laughs) or is this especially horrible yeah and she's like oh no no no, yeah like it's a it's a shit show right now shit's hitting the fan yeah yeah (laughs) and so i was like okay great uh (laughs) good to know that my 20s will be uh just this yeah that's crazy it's so like we hear it all the time especially at the beginning of the pandemic right so unprecedented and to be going through a time like that and in our early 20s someone pointed out to me earlier today actually that it's wild that we're entering our early 20s our lives are just starting really and mm-hmm. yeah get pulled 
right the fuck out by a yeah. global pandemic and it's yeah then have murder hornets just make an appearance <laughs> honestly it was like something was happening every month yeah it, i mean it was something was happening every month at the beginning of this now it's still it's still a crazy time it's no words i feel like i'm numb to it all yeah yeah we're two years in it's scary and especially in your early 20s that's already a transitional time so transitional yeah absolutely yeah so when you mix that stress already stressed trying to either start a new job or Mm -hmm. make different friends outside of a formulated community you're on your own you're kind of absolutely kicked out of the nest you have to survive with all the skills that you were supposed to learn yeah (laughs) and already you feel like you don't really know what you're doing Mm -hmm. especially our generation has this extra pressure of okay what our parents knew as their transitional time doesn't even it's not relatable does not apply to us yeah because now we have covid restrictions that changes everything socially personally Mm -hmm. mentally physically and then now we have yet another world war three uh happening but yeah, it's crazy. So hard. Adulting is so difficult. So, so difficult. And we have to now navigate it in such a different way than mm-hmm. the generations before us. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's not like we were given a manual to start with, right? Like you said, your 20s are so transitional and so different. But even if we had a manual, the manual is not relevant anymore. The manual was Ned Declassified School Survival Guide. Oh my god. Did I date myself? Reaching into <laughs> the bowels of my memory jeez wow what a time and now i'm just thinking about all my old favorite tv shows like zoe 101 lizzie mcguire take me back lizzie is this really what dreams are made of because i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been more recently this week thinking about how hard adulting is or has been for me (laughs) especially in the last week you know as i said earlier i had to mail off my taxes taxes and what are tax returns i don't know they didn't teach i had to figure that i was googling so much (laughs) and i was very stressed because i'm like i just don't want the irs to come after me i'm doing my bestest don't come at me because i did it wrong like Yeah, I am so financially Mm -hmm. clueless, which is a scary thought because that's literally how you survive in this society. Yeah, but totally. What are finances? It's crazy. Uh, I don't even want to think about it. But I mean, we have to. I get so scared and stressed too because my dad always points out to me he's very financially literate. And culturally, I was raised very Asian. (laughs) But both of my parents grew up really, really poor. And so they were raised, yeah, with that kind of... uh, Frugality? Yeah, I think so. They grew up with the mindset of like always struggling for the next buck and trying to build that financial wealth. And due to them being so diligent about that, I was able to grow up, you know, very middle class, very average. But now that I have my big girl job, I definitely look to them Mm -hmm. for financial help or not financial help but financial guidance of like okay how do i keep that mentality that you guys have and they've instilled a lot of Mm -hmm. that in me yeah and what my dad is often telling me to help build wealth is he's like you know buy a house already you know one of the best ways that you can build wealth is acquiring real estate i'm sure people have heard that before but that's such a scary thought to me like (laughs) a house is very permanent yeah like do you want to stay there 
I mean, moving around and renting and moving around every year, also not ideal. But when I find something wrong with my apartment three months in, I can be like, well, I'm going to move in nine months anyway, so it doesn't really matter for me. There's no one size fits all, right? Yeah. 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 Everyone's different. Everyone's situations are different. And even like within yourself, you change so much over a year like what you want what your preferences are yeah i completely different person than i was last year at this time you know like Mm -hmm. we changed so quickly in this transitional period you were living such a different life yeah i mean you were working from home you were sharing your a one bedroom apartment in san francisco with two other girls and life was treating you a little different exactly and now you're settled in your own apartment in your own space in Seattle you have different hobbies here that you weren't able to keep up in San Francisco that leave Mm. you so much happier and it's just such a lifestyle change from a year ago yeah it's character development let's give a let's give a moment for character development let's give a round of applause for growth yes oh my gosh there's so many specific cases of character development that I've found myself in yeah okay like character development how Okay, recently I was hanging out with a group of people from dance and there was this one guy who I was talking to and he was drinking a beer and I was like, is this your normal go-to drink? Right, making combo. And he's like, oh, no, not at all. I was like, okay, tell me what your go-to drink is. And he was saying, you have Fireball, right? In my mind, I was immediately like, nope. But high school me would have loved that. I would have been hooked. Reel me in with this drink. It sounds so enticing. Right. 24 year old me is like, oh, I have heartburn. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, I no. Could never. And then it continued. Then he was like, then you add Sprite. I can't with the lifestyle choice. Honestly, at that point, this man is choosing violence. First of all, fireball to start. Bold. But we have all been there yeah. in their youths. But on top of that, he chose Sprite. Yeah, it was truly shocking. I was taken aback. Such a bold choice. <laughs> yeah. And in my head, I was like, that sounds like I would rather die. <laughs> That sounds like I would have a hangover for three days. I have a hangover thinking about that. And then I was like, how old are you? Just out of curiosity. (laughs) Trying to date this opinion. Literally. And it was like, oh, I'm 18. And I was like, that checks out. No no further questions. (laughs) The defense rests your honor. And I was like, you know what? Character growth. High school me would have been like, sign me up. Right. Now I have self-respect. I know that ain't going to cut it. Yeah. But. So true. When you're in your youths, it's all about how how drunk can I get? Like, forget the taste, I'll down it. Mm. But now I actually care about what I'm tasting. <laughs> and I want it to taste good. But I also like beer now. Character development. Char- that's true. Character development. I actually like beer now. I would never touch a beer before because I was like, it's only 4%. <laughs> not, not worth it. It's not 12%? <laughs> yeah. Not interesting. I mean, a wine is 12%. Bare minimum. Yeah. And I... I mean, I've always loved wine, so that's that's not shocking. Oh my god, I have to tell you guys this story about Clay. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I have always loved wine, and Clay has not. Fair statement, yeah. And so there was one time we were drinking in our apartment. I was sipping on some wine. She's sophisticated. Okay. <laughs> she, she had a cl- okay, I had a class before, class now, but now it's a little bit more questionable. Anyways. So Claire's watching me drink this wine and she's just the look of confusion and contemplation on her face was hilarious. I wish I wish I could play it back for you all so you could experience this with me. And she's like, how does it taste? <laughs> and I was like, 
great. Do you want some? And she was like, no, because I know I don't like wine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can pour you a little bit. Like, you can have a sip out of my glass. And she says, no, no, no. I'll have a shot of it. Because <laughs> I'm a trash <laughs> human being. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, what? And she says, so just pour me a shot of wine. And I said, Claire, that's not how that works. I get her shot glasses out, pour my red wine into the shot glass and give it to her. And I'm like, you're not going to like that. Then she, she takes it like a shot and instant regret ran over to the sink to spit it out. And she was like, that was the worst thing I've experienced in my life. And I'm like, well, no shit. You took... <laughs> You just took some wine in a shot glass. It was not... You already had yourself on a low bar, my gal. Yeah. It was not a good idea for me. In general, for anyone, not a great idea. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll just take a shot of vodka instead. <laughs> and honestly, it was the better choice for you. Yeah. Yeah. We're changing. It's crazy looking at how you party, consume alcohol, like in college versus now. Like yes. Tolerance, low recovery time high so much changes <laughs> so i it takes so much like going out like in college and stuff like in your early 20s mm -hmm. every night is a good night to drink every night's a good night to go out have a party have a blast now i have responsibilities mm -hmm. not about that like back then you go out and the day after is either dedicated to just recovery sleeping in chugging a pedialyte and then <laughs> moving on with your day Versus now, it's like, if I want to get drunk, I have a whole process to try to not have a hangover before going out. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, the whole ritual, doing the things like chugging water, eating some food, whatever. And if I'm unwell the next day, I'm like, well, fuck, I've now wasted the day. Yeah, back in college, I think whenever I was hungover, even if it was like severely hungover, I would be okay by 3 p.m., you know? Yes, uh-huh, absolutely. And now, if I'm hungover... Give me two to three business days and I might be okay. <laughs> the whole weekend's blown for me. Yeah. I will feel unwell. Yeah. This part of the character arc, not a big fan <laughs> of, I will say. The main character is not so main right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're tired all the time. Energy is low. Uh, yeah. Tired all the time, dude. I felt so accomplished last night. I went to bed right at midnight, knocked the fuck out, woke up at eight, and I got a full eight hours. I was so proud of myself yesterday. Round of applause. I know. Golf claps, golf claps. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, wild. And I was like, 21-year-old me saw this. She'd be disappointed as fuck. She'd be over sipping her $8 bottle of wine, <laughs> judging you. And she'd be like, how fucking dare you? We're just starting. The night is young. Yeah. We are just starting. Like, what, what other things about adulting have been, like, hard? I mean, almost everything. I will. Everything about being an adult is hard. But have you, like, noticed any specific things or, like, situations where you're like, yep, I'm an adult now? I guess the most relevant thing for me about just, like, growing up in general is I know people getting married. I went to four weddings last year in six months. Oh, T. It's just fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, it shows that now we've kind of been in a structure of you go to school, do the high school thing. There's a possibility of splitting where people go to college, do the work thing, mm -hmm. or take a year break, right? But most people, and I feel like most of our peers, people that we interact with directly, did the college thing. Mm -hmm. And then now we have moved out of that, and it's even more of a free-for-all. <laughs> like, we're really starting our lives, our real lives global pandemic aside so people are starting their lives they've maybe they found their life partner and they're getting 
marry married or even more wild have kids and on purpose exactly that's that's, the part that's wild to me it's on purpose i still see myself as like a baby still maybe i'm a baby adult but i still feel like a child and you are having a child the child is having a child but then i realized wait i am 24 <laughs> i know like that's a quote quote reasonable time to be having a kid but it's crazy to look at our lives and just seeing what different places we're at totally so wild sometimes i i'm still in that like high school mentality where oh so and so is pregnant and i'm like (gasps) and i'm like wait (laughs) that's fine (laughs) i actually had that reaction to a friend the other day when she told me she was so she told me i might be pregnant and I was like, oh! and then I was like, okay, wait, this might be on purpose. Yeah. She's married. <laughs> like, she's married. She bought a house, like, a few months ago. She's very secure. She's settled. Yeah. So I was like, how do you want me to react? Is this a happy, I might be pregnant? Or is this a, like, oh, no, what are you going to tell your mom? I'm pregnant. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's good. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe congratulations. Because, <laughs> yeah, like you said, like, I, it's just, I'm not in that mentality. I think that's what makes me feel like an adult is, like, oh, that's now a possibility. Like, people are having kids and getting married and doing things yeah, that making you, big moves yeah exactly like you look up to that growing up and you're like oh that's an adult move mm-hmm. but now that people are doing that i'm like oh shit i'm an adult yeah <laughs> and i don't like that <laughs> i don't like that feeling yeah and it's like especially in our age there's people doing so many different things all of all correct things right but like yeah you have the people who want to start a family you have people who are still trying to find out what they want to do with their life and like everywhere in between and it's like all of those are correct paths everyone's trying to figure out what they want to do right and it's so flexible but it's also like am i doing it right like i don't know is this what i'm supposed to be doing yeah absolutely like what oh yeah that's so crazy like what am i supposed to be doing and i don't like that i don't that's that's another thing it's like what am i supposed to be doing because now i have all this freedom as an like i'm an adult adult i i pay my own bills i do my own taxes like what do i do (laughs) and now there's no manual like what do i do yeah if there was a manual what would it say panic that's a good question for everyone else if there was a manual to tell you how to adult what would it say? And would you listen to it? That's another thing. Like, yeah. we'd just be like, mm. yeah, because I mean, now we can make our own choices. I mean, we could before, but like, not really, right? Yeah. Now you look at it and you're like, even if it told you what to do, would you? I don't know. Food for thought. I don't know if I would, not gonna lie. <laughs> I'd read it, but I don't know. I'd lose it. I'd lose the manual and be like, where to go? And then everyone would be like, yeah, well, everyone got their copy when they turned 21. And I was like, ah. Uh, I didn't get that. Where's mine? Did I forget about me? (laughs) I think you miscounted. You're missing one. Yeah. I think a turning point for me when I realized I was an adult was I got super excited when I got socks as a gift. (laughs) Such a simple time for you. I love that for you. I, yes, I was genuinely so excited. Oh my God, like they were the Bombas. Oh my gosh, they fit your feet so well. They're a perfect thickness and I love them. In that moment, I was like, I'm an adult. I now understand why my mom and my grandma were so excited when they got socks every year for Christmas. Right. I now understand why my neighbor got so excited when they got their air fryer. I get it kitchen appliances oh my god yeah getting an air fryer like huge yeah 
Kitchen appliances, another love language. <laughs> I enjoy home decor and I love watching home decor videos. I love the idea of decorating my space, shopping for pillows at TJ Maxx, ideal Sunday. And as a kid looking at that, I'd be like, you're going to go look at pillows on a Saturday? What? Yeah, that's so boring. Like, why can't we go play? <laughs> I know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, once you get into interior design, adult. <laughs> honestly like so that was that was my like oh i'm an adult now like i i appreciate that cabinetry yeah <laughs> i appreciate the cabinetry yeah your backsplash looks so cute yeah <laughs> yeah this color palette i like it yeah <laughs> also just had no grasp as to how expensive just having stuff in your house was yeah it was hella expensive like jesus Furnishing a place? Ridiculously expensive. Why does no one talk about that? Yeah, why are couches why are couches so expensive? Why are couches so expensive? Why are pillows so expensive? I'm on a pillow rant right now. Why are pillows so expensive? That's true. Accent pillows. Like to have a little decorative pillow? So ridiculously expensive. I'm like, literally, why? Yeah, even like the shams for the decorative pillows will be like $25 or something. Oh my god, yeah. You guys. I'm like, this is... This is why I have no decor in my house. This is robbery at this point. Yeah, absolutely. If you ever come to my apartment, bare walls. I have no decorations. You have that giant Guinness sign. That's true. (laughs) For someone who doesn't drink beer, she has a giant poster. Three feet tall, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Big big old Guinness sign. Big old boy. um, Hanging, not even hanging, propped up on her bar cart. And when she first showed it to me, I was so jealous because I was like, that is so pretty. And you don't even drink beer. And she was like, yep. <laughs> yeah, someone was throwing it away and I was like, ooh, decor. Decor. And then I just didn't even hang it up. So I mean, I like that's the type of person I am. That's an aesthetic, too, though, is just like leaning, leaning your artwork against the wall, not actually hanging it. You're on brand. I feel like people who hang it have their life together a little bit. And I envy that. I disagree. Well, sometimes. I feel like more often than not, the people who hang their art, yeah, have their life together. But I think it's such an aesthetic to like when people stack artwork, like you'll have a big picture Mm -hmm. in the back and then have a little picture leaning up against it and you do the stacking art thing. Mm. That's an aesthetic I aspire for. Before, I mean, I guess we kind of went over a few aspects of adulting that are hard. There's so many endless topics about adulting that are difficult Mm -hmm. I guess a a closing question for this episode about adulting. Okay. What has been the hardest part of adulting for you? Oh my God. Such a loaded question. I think kind of what we were talking about not having a manual is like not knowing what to do and not comparing my journey to other people. Mm. Like I've said, it's such a free for all (laughs) of like what you want to do next And especially with social media and that sort of a thing. And it's so hard for me to not compare what I'm doing or what I have or where I'm at compared to how my peers or other people my age are at. And making sure I'm not thinking, well, that's what I quote quote should be doing because I don't freaking have it figured out. So (laughs) trying not to get 
too boggled down with the oh I should be doing this like that person I should be doing that like this person like yeah that sort of a thing it's so hard and it's the hardest thing I've had to learn and I am still actively learning yeah it's so hard especially when everyone's life is on blast now like you can't really escape it exactly what about you what's the hardest thing you've had to had to learn I think for me it's been finding my place in wherever I go feel I don't know if, if oh. it's because of the pandemic or not but since leaving college I've now lived in three different places in two years oh my god yeah San Francisco San Diego now Seattle yeah all the s's yes (laughs) all the s's down the west coast Uh, and each time I've had to kind of rebuild a community whether it be meeting people in my office finding outside activities uh, so I could have a life outside of work Mm -hmm. things like that And with all the pressures of just the transition anyway, on top of me being more introverted, finding myself in those tough social situations where I have to put myself out there Mm -hmm. with a group of people I don't really know, I found that to be pretty difficult. And especially because for my work in the very beginning, I would travel a lot. Mm -hmm. So in San Francisco, where I was trying to, you know, meet people from my office and then also make friends outside of work. But then I couldn't go to a lot of social events because I would be traveling during the week for job traveling to my client coming back on the weekends and not really feeling like I made a solid group of friends yeah that was tough and then that was for nine months and then pandemic hit moving back down to San Diego which is like I I do have friends down there still a couple of really close friends but you know most of them moved away to you know start their own lives Mm -hmm. um, in a different state and so then trying to think of oh will I be down in San Diego for a while how long is COVID gonna be for should I invest more in like creating a community or am I just gonna invest and then have to go back to San Francisco have to go somewhere else so I think all that uncertainty even if you take away the pandemic finding and creating that new community when you are transitioning into adulthood Mm -hmm. and trying to establish yourself somewhere new is always hard totally yeah but silver lining of adulthood i could buy stupid things like a bunch of squishmallows i don't need (laughs) (laughs) i know no one can tell you what you can and can't get anymore it's like that tiktok audio that's like i now have adult money which means i can buy adult things like this exactly i tease my partner about that all the time all the things that he buys i'm like really Mm -hmm. but a sign of adulthood for sure no one can tell you no anymore (laughs) yeah you are your own boss i think we can wrap it up here do you want to lead us out sure Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Midnight Memo. We want to know, how's your experience adulting? How's it going for you? (laughs) What have been your struggles? What are some hacks, quote, quote, hacks of adulting that you found out? We'd love to hear it. Reach out to us on TikTok or Instagram at The Midnight Memo or email us, themidnightmemo at gmail.com. And if you've enjoyed this episode of The Midnight Memo, we would love it if you could rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps us out. And if you really want to show your support even more, there's a link in our description where you can support our podcast. Oh, and don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you can be notified when our next episode drops next Tuesday. Exactly. (laughs) Bing, bing, bing. Well, with that being said, we bid you adieu. Oh, so fancy. Adulthood looks so good on you. (laughs) Yes. 
Yes, I've matured. Now I can say that. Throughout the duration of this episode. I've matured in the last hour. Gorgeous. Bye. Bye.